0: all right man you you ready for this i am ready i never really know what to say in the beginning episode 37
1: i'm always ready for the podcast but i'm ready for the big intro
0: three dozens but one's from a baker
1: do i say hey horsey do i say good morning lxg as the kids say where are you today i'm in my parking lot And I am uh, up and at them. Coffee episode,
0: bud. Coffee episode. Do
1: you have one parking lot you spend the majority of our podcasts in? I do, dude. Yesterday, it's so embarrassing. I had to do an interview with Sebastian, and they sent me the Zoom link. I'm there. I was there two minutes early, Uh ready. And then they had refreshed the link. They sent a new link, which was not really pointed out to me. So then I couldn't get in on that link. So now I'm holding no. everybody up. I end up getting in the car in the interview. Sebastian's like, I've never done an interview see someone back out of their driveway. <laughs> I'm like, dude, I'm headed to my spot. I know where I have great service. Because I couldn't get in the link, and then I don't have great service at home. So I was doing it on my phone, and it was not. It was kept cutting out. Oh,
0: I don't want to do tough. anything, but every time you say great service, it is cut out. That is my oh, favorite God. part.
1: Where I have found, I don't know if I'm like, right under a tower probably not yeah there's a there's a tower right over here i can actually see it on top of this uh this medical group building i'm gonna go s- right on the roof just <laughs> grab a lawn chair sit on the roof of that building let all those we we'll get you a about these cell phone towers other
0: than the fact that they cause coronavirus i don't know a lot about them <laughs> i think they cause a lot of hilarious. do you know for sure that it's a cell phone tower i don't know for sure but i have a
1: strong suspicion it could be something else though I don't know that I've ever spotted a cell phone tower. I've never looked for one either. I'm pretty confident this is a cell phone tower. Okay. Who knows, though? You never know. I was listening to a podcast the other day. I want to talk about this podcast. It's called uh,
0: Against the Rules. Gareth uh, gave us the heads up. friend of ours, a Michael Lewis podcast. Michael Lewis did The Big Short and uh, Moneyball, among other things. Yeah, big time writer. Flash Boys, Charlotte's Web.
1: Wait, what? No, he didn't write. No, he didn't write. <laughs> like,
0: Wait, what? Jane Eyre? <laughs> <laughs> Emily Bronte? Like, That's not even a book. <laughs> Men are
1: from Saturn. <laughs> Women are from Jupiter. <laughs> Moderate
0: expectations.
1: <laughs> so Michael Lewis is doing this podcast. The first season is about referees. uh huh, Quote-unquote referees, like neutral parties, judges, people that determine the value of art authenticators and just these middle ground people that he's pointing out that they're like disappearing from society and it's ruining our um, vision of fairness. Okay. Like what we determine to be fair. But anyway, the New well, York the people- stock exchange is totally rigged. It's all bullshit <laughs> more or less. And what he was using as his example is they have all these high frequency traders that set up this, the fastest fiber optics. This guy had figured. This guy figured out he was trading for this guy in like Kansas City, and he moved a operation just rented a small place in Jersey. Sped up this how quickly he could get the trades to, to the stock exchange because they still have to travel all that, mm-hmm. and just like a millisecond or a nanosecond, whatever th- that time matters so much. So what they figured out. Was um, the stock exchange was like slowing down some people's trades, like holding them almost, and then they would reallocate. They'd buy some themselves and resell it,
0: just making S- fractions of a penny millions of times.
1: Exactly, and they're doing it. They're we're the ones that pay for it all.
0: Ah, well, that's good to know. It's all
1: a bubble. It's all. Why do you think they're doing well right now? It's, it's all fake. There's a lot
0: of. It's. I mean, it's all speculation. I need to check so this out. That
1: was the. Um, Obscure building in Jersey, like right across the water, probably from the stock exchange. You know, it looks like a glass box, like another one that's actually right over by uh, the same location is the NBA the replay center where they check out all the replays. Right. So they're pointing out that like in the NBA, Major League Baseball, you know, replay and how much they've hurt the referee and um, how like fans treat them now. It's just brutal how they get on them. And it's a, a lot of the players and coaches and the players that argue more than most players are the stars.
0: Oh, yeah. There's different. And they already get better treatment. I mean, it's shown that there's been mm-hmm. a bunch of studies on that. Stars already get better treatment and they complain the most. Yeah. So anyway, fascinating podcast. Not as good as ours. It's
1: like I want to check it dude, out. Lighten up, Michael Lewis. He's Does so he- serious all the time.
0: Does he plug our podcast at all on his? I'm just curious. No, he doesn't. He's okay. not a team player. Okay, good. All right. Well, that's okay. good. Uh, I'm I def- sorry. Is that said bad form? No, that's fine. Hey, does anyone else have a comedy special coming out next week? You want to mention? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just with
1: you. Yeah. I feel like I got to get into some of these things because I'm not. Uh, I'm not really into a book right now. I got to get into a couple books or something. But listening to a podcast is like reading a book. It is. I mean, I.
0: I call Except this one. Maybe not. This <laughs> one. It's like <laughs> reading parts of several books in it's like no particular. Skimming a magazine. It's like putting your Audible on shuffle, <laughs> like chapter seven from a completely different book. They're going to learn a lot
1: today, buddy. They're going to learn about other podcasts or <laughs> the anniversary of Pee Wee Herman getting arrested for
0: whipping for it out I-
1: in a movie theater. Was it
0: the whipping it out or was it the whipping it good that got him arrested? <laughs> I'm not sure. What year was what that? Was. Man, you uh, you do go to a different trivia site than I do. They didn't even mention Pee Wee. What year do you think it was? Uh, I'm going to guess 97.
1: Paul Rubin and Mr. Rubin. <laughs> it was um,
0: 1991. Really? It was that early? Rand sandwich got caught. <laughs> I had nothing. It was off the top of my head when you said (laughs) paul reuben rand sandwich came to mind (laughs) Rand corned beef
1: in thousand island (laughs) you ever have a reuben roll those uh, were good for a little bit what do you mean for Uh, a little bit i don't know i was i I had a
0: phase with them it's the southwest egg roll of the western suburbs it really is huh we call it oh man a good reuben roll now there's a place by me that does uh italian beef egg rolls that's the new one i'm starting to see pop up italian beef egg rolls different variations of frying up meats oh i don't hate the sound of that little au jus on the side yeah that's great Love I, a little au jus uh i did have a listener a friend uh out and uh say thank you they were ordering some uh southwest egg rolls from Hor- horse thief hollow after hearing you talk about them on the podcast oh really mm-hmm dude i Unofficial sponsorships,
1: making them money. When you said Aju, I was just thinking about like uh, those side things, like pico de gallo. And I remember I was like, I don't know, high school. I think it was on a date or something. I got, you know, I'm like the big, big shot taking her to Chili's.
0: Yeah.
1: And <laughs> I got the chicken fajitas. And when you get fajitas, I do get fajitas a lot in a restaurant, but it's like, you know, it's almost like it's your birthday. They come out with that sizzling platter it's like everyone's turning around, oh maybe i'll get the fetus mm-hmm. i don't know why they had to bring them out that way takes over the whole table all of a sudden you have like eight not plates, eight plates. <laughs> so it's sure. like, okay what the hell like, I, can you guys move down
0: <laughs> but, i got fajitas <laughs> but there's still not enough of anything like none just, of the condiments. There's like <laughs> this tiny little scoop of guacamole. So it's like I gotta get more. Now there's plate number nine sliding in. Exactly. <laughs> you just say that when you walk into the place. You're like,
1: you looking for a table? I'm looking for two. I'm getting fajitas. Can you just set them up over there? And I'll make them. They should just. Your fajitas are ready. If you want to go, we set it up over there. Because you really do. And then then one plate has like a huge long handle on it. They gotta
0: <laughs> navigate that. You got to turn it the right direction. It is a puzzle.
1: So I place the order, you know, I'm get, and she's like, uh, would you like pico de gallo? And I'm like, no, thank you. And then she brings it. And I'm like, hey, can I get like uh, the cheese and tomatoes and uh, lettuce? And I didn't know it was called pico de gallo. So when I was like ordering and she asked me if I wanted it, I was like, no. And then, then I requested it. Like, <laughs> can I get like, the, you know how you guys bring like the little, the cheese and tomatoes and the... <laughs>
0: So like, yeah, pico de gallo. Okay, but that's not pico de gallo. That's <laughs> bullshit. Pico is just the cut-up tomato portion. I'm with, right. I'm with young Pat McGann on this one. Okay. it's hilarious. That is, I mean, in a way, like you being like, hey, can I get this uh, with no mayonnaise? And then when they bring <laughs> it to you, being like, hey, do you guys usually put mayonnaise on this? <laughs> In her eyes, but it's different. Guacamole and shredded cheese are not pico de gallo; they're condiment.
1: Right. Dude, I used to love doing that. Like I used, to, we used to go to this burrito place. You know, anytime you go to a brio joint, you're banged up. Usually, we had burrito station in our neighborhood, and they always had the generic pop. So you would say oh, the Sprite, and they would say we have Upper Ten. Are you good with? Are you okay with Upper, 10? upper Ten? Upper 10 is like the sands club of Sprite, you know. I remember my mom <laughs> brought us to Dayton one weekend and my buddies were all like, Oh nice, upper ten. <laughs> Let's get into this. It's awesome. You want an upper ten and kettle on upper ten? But we go to this burrito place and we'd uh, you know, order the burrito and then like you want something to drink? And I always be like, Do you guys have uh do you have upper ten? <laughs> and they would light up, like, yeah, we do. We do have upper 10. Oh, that's great. Love those generic pops.
0: You're not going to believe this. There's some upper 10 fans <laughs> in the house. You're in luck. <laughs> and your
1: friend is vomiting in the back of our restaurant.
0: Do you eat upper burritos ten. sober? Uh, On occasion. I mean, when you just said, I don't, you know, people only go to burrito places banged up i thought not exactly it's not you know my first thing to do on a random wednesday at noon but there are there are times it used to always be our big hangover food though like when i was mid-20s uh working in an office when we'd see someone was banged up we'd just be like let's go get a burrito for lunch and you just see their mood change lighten them up burritos as big as your head burrito as big
1: as your irish catholic head that's what (laughs) that sign should say (laughs)
0: burrito station <laughs> larger than a protestant <laughs> so what's going on with you dude i am on day four without a bathroom that's fun oh man that's yeah, brutal we we touched we teased it on uh tuesday's episode and it's not a big deal there's a lot worse things happen to people right now but i um i just, i had some home repairs being done and uh, they made a mistake and uh i'm in a condo so it caused some issues to someone else's place and uh so i am i am i'm am living in the wild for uh i'm on day four it's just a lot to coordinate it's a pay in the ass everyone's working with me on it it's just you know you so can't use your it. bathroom you can't use the toilet unusable what it's like there's a water pipe leaking into the unit below me but under my floor above their ceiling so it's like coordinating the association the people you know the plumber the the neighbor me like all of it has to be because we don't know how they can get to it yet this is not it's fine But but here's i've realized though that i mean like i would rather be without electricity than without running water because like the allure to do everything is there you just forget you know yeah like i'm like i can't take a shower this morning i'll just make a cup of coffee Oh, I can't gosh, really yeah. do that, <laughs> you know, it's fine. I mean, I have can't. no complaints whatsoever. The good news is it's a pandemic. So most public restrooms are closed and I have no yard. <laughs> so that's made for fun. <laughs> they, like,
1: <laughs>
0: There's like a pond in my complex. I'm just going to start walking out there and just like wading up to my stomach <laughs> and then walking back out and coming back inside. Oh, I'd be so pissed i will be yelling at somebody. I've been yelling at people and that's the worst, man. That's not my way. You should like,
1: come up with a thing like, um, like make a list of like far down the list of important on the water and start pitching about that <laughs> just to throw them off. I can't, I can't run through my sprinkler. <laughs> How am I going to fill up the kiddie pool for my living room? <laughs> just have a water balloon fight at
0: three o'clock today. Now I'm showing up unarmed. <laughs> The worst part of it was, um, like I, I told you, I got a bunch of stuff going on right now, right? I got a bunch of repairs going and I had like everything on a timeline. So while all this is going down, I'm calling people, I'm yelling, I'm, you know, trying to get stuff moving. And uh, I'm like, because I, I, we don't know where the leak is coming from exactly. So I just can't use anything in that, you know, area. And uh, then I get a phone call. It's like, hey, we're here to fix your washer and dryer. Like, oh shit, uh, that oh. cannot happen today. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but just like, come on. Yeah, the trickle down effect. You know, which is exactly what caused this in the first place, Pat. It's literally water trickling down. <laughs> this yeah, is the people, impact it has.
1: I feel like the leak cannot be that significant that the people downstairs just had to deal with it for a little bit, put a bucket out.
0: I mean, it so it's just, it, it's fine. It, it's just, it. Did water. you buy a bunch of bottled water? I did, and, like, I've got, like, a bucket waiting at Target for me to pick up because I'm not going in to shop. I can't smell great. Oh, you right. right losing a bucket? I just said, I'm at least getting a bucket in case I need it. But, um, no, the, the neighbors have been awesome about it. But basically it's just anything that drops down, like, just looks for, you know, a hole to go into, and it goes into their ceiling fan above their toilet. So and they turn the fan on, it sprays. That would be
1: fun. It it's knows. like uh, Big Red. And that's, remember that Saturday last, Big Red?
0: I don't need to take Dude. a shower. I just turn on the fan with the neighbor's bath water.
1: That is terrible. Yeah, they got a little mister down there now. <laughs> you should dry out your voice when you call these people.
0: I got no water. <laughs> Day
1: four. I picture you like in the common areas, like getting your mail and like turn, turn around. Your lips are all white. <laughs> <laughs> just dragging yourself up. the Everything
0: you just hear.
1: <laughs> yeah you sound um you sound like good for what you're dealing with i would not be um happy about that I can't go most places plus i mean it's not like they're encouraging you to go into public bathrooms
0: right now <laughs> exactly thankfully a uh, a good friend is in canada with his family so he's uh he's allowed me to you know go over there and shower if i need to and i'm just trying to, have to take advantage of it but there's also part of me that's like hey how long are they quarantining you guys there? Like this is oh, going to yeah, be a little sure. bit, you know what I mean? Like, how do I get them extended out a couple of days? Does
1: he have any cameras in his house?
0: Not that I'm aware of, but do I call just- the Canadian embassy and be like, Hey, I heard he'd been coughing a lot over there. Might want to <laughs> not let him out of the house for a couple extra days. Yeah. You won't see them for a little bit. You got to take advantage of that. Yeah, no. So I'm, I'm all good, but it's just, uh, it's a minor nuisance. And, uh, God, I don't remember who, oh, one of the people I called was just like, Hey, that's the joys of communal living, huh? Like, okay. Oh man. That's why I called you inspirational quotes. That's what I need to hear right now. <laughs> you know what? I don't even want you to fix the toilet. I don't want you to fix the tub. None of it.
1: I was in that situation and now I got the, the single family home and it's the same deal. You're always going to run into issues. I wish I had a board president. I could hand off some issues too.
0: Or just, you know, <laughs> no, you don't. I'm going to tell you that right sometimes. now. No, you don't. Cause I called for the third time in 24 hours. I was like, Hey, you even get my messages. And they're like, Oh, yeah. Did you have a plumbing question? And I'm like, not as much of a question as a leak that I told you about several times.
1: You need to step up your campaign, take over the board. This is your time. I don't want that, Patrick. (laughs) (laughs) You got to be able to shower, though. My kids are getting to the. I'm trying to transition them into the occasional shower because they love the bath. Right. Uh Uh-huh you know, they're just getting older. So in the summers, we're going to shower sometimes. Let's go. Summer is for showers. I think
0: what is the, they're in the
1: pool all day and they come home and they're like, I'm like, let's go let's quick shower. we want to take a bath. Let's take it. A- no, we're in a bath all day. Right. Taking a shower and then we're moving on to the next thing. Now I love the, the bath days and, but I've, we've been doing that for a long time. It's like, now it's like, you feel bad being a parent being like, okay, we're done with this. We got to move to the next thing. It's like, no, it's just that's the progression here.
0: What's the what's their uh objection to the shower? Is it the water in the face? It's the water in the
1: face, but it's like, no, I'm not hearing that. We've yeah. uh, we've been to water parks. We've been to we've had water spraying your face before with sure fecal matters. This stuff is clean.
0: <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> the water the water parks are oh. just full of disgusting. I was like, were they at my downstairs neighbors? <laughs> <laughs> Did they run through the mister. <laughs> the mr flanagan
1: <laughs> yeah the hesitation i think is the the water in the face but then they love it once they're in there
0: sure you think you use less water shower which yeah right i think so i'm the uh the uh do you run the water for way too long before you uh jump in not with them because i do usually am right
1: there queued up i have and then i'll turn it off if i get distracted i usually don't run it for that long
0: I feel like I start mine as like a two minute warning. You know what I mean? Just, Just like get, all right, like the mares, the mirrors are fogged up before we even get in. <laughs> Not necessarily. Yeah, I'll forget what I was doing. Yeah, I'll get distracted on occasion. Um, but no, I started it as like uh, okay, get your shit together. We're uh, we're moving, and it's unnecessary. Do you ever go cold shower in the uh, after like a twenty five mile bike race? I've never gone uh, cold shower intentionally, but it happens because hey. It's the joys of communal living, right? <laughs> God, I hate that guy. Sometimes it'll cool you down because,
1: you know, you get that, like, sweat after the shower if you don't, like that yeah. episode, like it didn't take. <laughs> you don't really cool down. But if you, uh, if you don't have enough time, then you cool that shower down. That kind of helps a little bit. I'll go
0: less hot. I'll go lukewarm. I'm not a fan of the cold shower. No, ever. I don't go, like, cold, cold. No matter the circumstance for me, I can't get down with it. But people uh, say it's better for you. Yeah, people aren't there. People who swear by cold showers. Not Chance the Rapper, that's for sure. I should put the cold
1: shower on them. I used to do shower bath with the kids. They'd be in the bath, and then I just poof, turn the shower on. <laughs> it starts raining on them. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> they love a shower bath. It's easiest, easier way to get their hair wet because I don't <laughs> love when they like
0: go under in the bath. But usually, you've got a, a cup. And you got to pour it over. It's a process, Jimmy. I get that. At what point do you introduce him to X Body Spray? <laughs> I know. What I just want to do eventually. We don't have time for a shower. Spray
1: yourself. Let's go. Wash your
0: pits in the sink. Come on. we we'll prepare you for
1: college. Dude, you know what happened yesterday? And I thought of you immediately. Uh-oh. Is, uh, <laughs> Good after that. Sarah was bringing them over to her sisters. And she's like scrambling. But not really. Like the boys were already over. Or was it the boys? Just the boys were going. And she's like, I got to get it. She's like, Will you just, will you just get them sprayed? Put some lotion on them. <laughs> like, just slid it right in there. Just Handed it off. Already I was going,
0: exacerbated too.
1: I was going to the store. I was like, already. I, I came back in to say bye to them. All right, you guys are going over there. Uh, cool. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get out of here <laughs> before I have to put lotion on them. And then right away, she snuck it in there, and I just, uh, uh, I just had to absorb it. So did they
0: what's the uh <laughs> so lotion works how long of a process was that it's not long at all like it's five seven it's... minutes that's a that's a chunk of change
1: <laughs> it's not as bad as i make it sound to be but i just thought it was funny because we had
0: just talked about it it's perfect so pat let's jump into some trivia i think we each took a, a little bit this week huh this is dangerous. <laughs> Both of us are on the internet. I know.
1: I thought, like, I didn't want to throw it all on you. We're doing the morning episode. We decided to do this late last night. So said, let me jump in. I'll do a little bit of trivia, too. So who knows how this will even go. But <laughs> you can start done. it. Who knows? We're trying to run a game show.
0: I was trying to find things you wouldn't find. So on July 24th, 1847, this guy patented the Rotary Print Press. This guy. It's something, it's someone you've never heard of. Richard March Ho. What? Yeah, damn ho. What is a rotary printing press? I have no idea. I'm guessing it's a... Printing press that (laughs) goes... Circular, you have to turn it. It Goes to Lions Club meetings. (laughs) Is that where you were headed? (laughs) No. That's great, though. That that doesn't really count as trivia. July 24th, I did learn this. uh, 160 days left in the year. How does that feel? We're on the... uh, We're starting the back nine of 2020 of this shit show.
1: 160 days left. We're only halfway through. I love when they occasionally come out and say that the worst is yet to come. That's always that's, that's a great headline. The worst is yet to come. <laughs> when did that become a thing
0: that we say in the land of America? It's cyclical, right? I think we've had it pretty good for a long time. And now no, we, we are getting our comeuppance. Yeah. Here, paying the price. You know who else paid the price on this day in on July fourth, on July twenty fourth, nineteen eighty three. Uh, there was a very famous baseball incident. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Um, where, uh, as one announcer called it, a hitter hit Major League Baseball's first game losing home run. Is it George Brett's thing? It is the George Brett Pine Tower incident. Pine Tower. July twenty fourth, nineteen eighty three. How familiar with the story are you? Pretty familiar.
1: I think it was, uh, I remember the umpire was like Tim McClendon. They were at Yankee Stadium.
0: Is this one of the things that you were doing trivia on too? No, I remember, okay. I know a lot. Of, I mean,
1: I know the story. I
0: lived it. George Brett was up for the Royals, down 4-3, to three, two out, top of the ninth. This is the ball game. Run around first. Yankees bring in their closer, Goose Gossage. Gossage, right? Yeah. George Brett goes yard, takes him out of the park, 5-4 lead. You know, static. While all this is happening, Yankee manager Billy Martin sees that George Brett has too much pine tar on his bat. Yeah. And goes out, complains. The umpires review it, call him out, game over. And one of the best tirades I've seen. uh, George Brett just goes ballistic. Uh, Fantastic tirade. But the whole story to me is much more interesting than that. Things I didn't know. Do you know why the pine tar rules were there? Why they. Like, why did they put it so far up your bat? No, I don't know why. So, it had nothing to do with the competitive balance of the game. There's nothing about Pine Tar that gives you an advantage. The reason, like, this old rule was there was because they didn't have a lot of money back in the day. And if you used pine tower across your whole bat, it would discolor the baseballs. Oh, wow. That was it. So this wasn't like, George Brett wasn't cheating, you know, in any demonstrative way. You know what I'm saying? Like this was just an obscure rule that Billy Martin was just trying to wait for the perfect time to pull out and see what happened. Man, what a drunk Jack. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, could be said about a lot of people that were on the field that day. (laughs) For sure. Yeah, he went absolutely nuts.
1: I could picture him now running out of the dugout, throwing bases and shit. Had to be restrained. He did. He threw a base, didn't he? Maybe he didn't. But I he he might have strained. Dude, I was at a game when Carlton Fisk hit what was determined to be a home run in real time, and then they switched it to a ground rule double because I think someone reached over and Larusa lost his mind, came out through third base into the outfield. It was great.
0: There anything funnier than watching an old guy in real tight pants, like kick dirt in anger? <laughs> like I all you're doing is messing up your uniform,
1: <laughs> covering home plate and dirt. <laughs> all the things they do. Take their hat. Remember, like panella throwing uh-huh. his hat, kicking his hat. Throwing bases is my favorite.
0: <laughs> just like you're gonna have to go get that, <laughs> or a, get a groundskeeper. <laughs> Do you know how angry I am? First base is over there now.
1: <laughs> it's like you got in a fight with your wife and just went outside and start tearing the garden apart. <laughs> just start throwing plants.
0: <laughs> but not even like destroying them, like just picking them up and moving them 20 feet away. Like all they have to do is be redeposited. Yeah, right.
1: Uh, there was like a bread. Just take bread and just crumbs all over the house. <laughs> Just sweep this up, put sunscreen on them again. All I do is put sunscreen on them.
0: When are you going to just kick the garbage can over? Sounds like you really enjoy that task. Sounds like she she heard you. Was that a text message you just received?
1: (laughs) (laughs) She texted me the other day from upstairs. I love when we text each other in the house sometimes. I was thinking about how we don't even have, like, I guess that's the way to do it. Because we don't have an intercom system. Our house isn't big enough for an intercom. Don't you love know the intercoms are in small houses? It's like, don't you guys have vents? Right. I would just love to use that for like bits. Just always get on the intercom. Like the morning
0: news. <laughs> You're gonna just come down here, clean up, clean up. At 825 every day, just start doing the pledge of allegiance throughout the house. Yeah, exactly. People stand up like, where's the flag?
1: Yeah, I could play the Reveille through there. (laughs) Uh, A good intercom system could be used for a ton of fun, I would bet.
0: I think that's the only usefulness of it. Oh, for sure. All right,
1: should I hit you with one, or do you want to hit me with another one? Uh, Go ahead, hit me with one. All right, should I do a Born On? Because we got a birthday. Sadly, this guy's no longer with us, but would be a name that we've certainly talked about on this podcast at some point. He was a tremendous athlete. And um, I don't know what I could tell you about this guy.
0: Um, if you told me what sport he played with that,
1: he is he- an, an old man's first name, but sadly did not even get to become really an old man. We will remember him for being a monster on the gridiron. Not even a monster, more like a, uh, his nickname.
0: You can get a cavity um, uh, from his uh, nickname. <laughs> uh, this is a big one around here uh, Walter Payton, sweetness. It is Walter Payton. I was thinking Wilford. I was on the right track when you said old man name. I just couldn't figure it out. And then when you said monster, I started figuring out where we were, where we were headed with this one. I didn't realize his birthday. Was that the 24th or the 25th? I believe it was the 24th or maybe it was the 25th. But what a career. And that guy was like, we
1: were, he was part of the growing up in the 80s in Chicago being completely spoiled. Michael Jordan, Walter Payton. Payton. And then we, you know, you know, we had plenty of football. baseball players too, but
0: yeah, Sandberg, Thomas, like there were stars in the city.
1: Fisk. Yeah.
0: Fisk for sure. Do you ever have any run-ins with them? you ever meet them? I got his autograph once at a,
1: like a fan appreciation day. My neighbors brought us down to soldier field and everyone's just on the field and all the players and you just walk around trying to get autographs. I got his autograph at that event. I was like, that's, I wanted him. I wanted McMahon, Jimmy McMahon. It was like fan appreciation day and it would, it just like ended. And Jim McMahon was like, get away from me. Like (laughs) it's it's fan appreciation day. You can see what he's like on the rest of the days. He was not into it. He was, uh, but yeah, I still have that. I want to get that framed. I just found it the other day. I was thinking about autographs. Like, it's just so funny because, like, you write your name on here. And people don't really do autographs anymore. That was what, now people get a picture, I think. Back then, not everyone was carrying a camera around. I don't know why, why not. Maybe because they're big and they're paying pain in the ass. But like, you, much, it's much cooler to have a picture with someone than an autograph, right? I feel like that's where people go now. Let's get a picture. Where we yeah. were like,
0: autograph, autograph. Pictures, personal autographs for value, I feel like today. Like, with athletes. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. I think they're more willing to just sign a, or like to, to take a free picture than a Walter Payton autograph that he signed. Someone can turn that around and get a couple hundred bucks for it. Yeah. Still you know what I'm saying, I think, does I mean, it depend on what it's on? Like mine's on like a, a sheet of paper. Yeah. It definitely depends on what it's on. I mean, it's a buyer's market. Someone would have to want that. Like in personalized ones are obviously way lower in value. Cause even though Pat's a pretty common name, it cuts your market by like 98%. But yeah, I think that, I mean, I just, I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but I feel like that's part of the shift. You know, mine does not
1: say Pat. It just says, uh says, love your podcast.
0: <laughs> Wait a minute. Like, <laughs> did you, did you have one back then?
1: I used to have a podcast Jim when I was a kid. <laughs> I didn't realize that. <laughs> but I think that that's evolved. Like I think it used to be handshakes. Yeah. Like, if you ever, uh, people talk about like, hey, shake the hand that shook the hand of Jack Johnson or shake the hand that shook really? the hand of, yeah.
0: People would say that?
1: Pretty sure. That's what I, I've heard. Oh, is that douchey? Yeah, right? Giving you the opportunity to secondhand. Well, people would say like, you know, said
0: like, I got his autograph or I have a picture with him. Like, yeah, I shook his hand. I shook her hand. For sure. I think that has changed. Yeah. And cameras just being there and accessible and no one believing anything without pictures anymore has changed at all, too. I think I I may have told this story at some point. I met Walter Payton. Uh, He was good friends. I I worked at like a bowling alley slash arcade slash pool hall slash bumper cars slash laser tag place uh, from like 16 to 18. And I love uh, the business model. It is just degenerate teenager city, baby. Galaxy world, bowling alley. It was awesome. It was the best place to work though. But he was like, he would bring his daughter in. And before I started working there, I probably like 14, I was in a bowling league there and I knew the manager and he was like, stick around for a little bit after, you know, after the league today. And so a bunch of us stuck around and uh, Walter just like brought his daughter and they were in the, you know, like the video game room, just playing Virtua cop, first person shooter. And that's uh, awesome. And uh, like, I used all my tickets to get like a mini football and uh, he signed it for me. Couldn't have been a nicer dude. He was like- Nice idea there. Um, Yeah, everyone was trying to get something and I was like, I'm gonna get the mini football. I got the mini football. And uh, couldn't have been nicer. Just wanted to play video games with this kid. and I remember uh, he had just done a wrestling match um, at SummerSlam in Chicago at the United Center. And I asked him about it. And I was like, are you a wrestling fan or is that just for the paycheck? And he laughed. And he signed my autograph. And a little bit later, like I'm playing a video game with my buddies. And he walks by and he was like, it was a paycheck. And <laughs> it was very cool. That's a great question. It was very cool. Um, Hard hitting. I was just curious. Because like, I I, he was talking to us about it. And it didn't seem like he was really... Like he and I learned that he and Razor Ramon really weren't the good friends I thought they were. You know, <laughs> it was a pivotal moment in my childhood. I would not have had enough tickets, and I would have been at that thing. Like, can
1: you sign these Chinese handcuffs? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Walter, Thanks. Can you, these, <laughs>
1: <laughs> can you sign these oversized sunglasses? <laughs> and by the way, your wrestling move is that to boost your portfolio or? I'm passionate about the wrestling. This is going to air tomorrow.
0: <laughs> I love that you're... As he's signed some other kid's Boston Baked Beans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, disgusting. Those are one of those Boston things that I've, I've never seen outside of an arcade's, uh, like the arcade prize booth. Remember that? Like Lemonheads, Cherry
1: Chan, and then like all those, and Ferrara, all the Ferrara Pan. Candies. All the Ferrara Pans. They were dominant dominant and then you'd see for our pan. you're like they're in chicago like everything's i don't i don't need anything else from anywhere else chicago has it all just fine here thank you i used to polish off those things luke had one of those the other night he had like the little box of nerds Joe's had uh gone to a birthday party and brought home like a little gift bag so she's he's got this box of nerds and uh i caught him drinking Drinking the nerds out of there, which is how I used to do it, right? You just shoot the whole box right down there. Yeah, it's the only way to go. So I caught up with them, like, right, I just, saw, like, he's going off the walls. And I'm like, what is going on? And I saw the empty box of nerds. It's like, oh, jeez. Oh, he was fresh. <laughs> he was fresh. It's like finding a mirror with powder on it. <laughs> Walking into a party, like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> oh, he was getting after it. That's awesome. A mirror with powder. <laughs> That's the equivalent, I, g-
0: I would guess. I would imagine so, too. That's a guess. I don't want people thinking them. You've ever been to a party with drugs? Yeah. No, we doing, certainly think you probably never have. <laughs> doing the if booger shit We know you're not <laughs> cool. Don't worry. I know. I am not cool. Is
1: that cool, though, to do drugs, Jim? Is I'm that what you the coolest? That was the,
0: <laughs> it was the sarcasm.
1: What are the the terms for that, though, for Coke? It's Uh, like nose candy, booger sugar. What else is there? Is there anything else? What's the thing that you grow out your like pinky nail for? Yeah, I think that's cocaine. That's for cocaine?
0: I think so. You scoop a little in there, put it up your schnozzeroo. I don't think they call it that specifically, but uh, (laughs) I think that's what they do. When you brought up nose candy, the, the way I learned that term, I'll never forget because it was like an episode of the Drew Carey show and he had been eating powdered donuts. Craig Ferguson walks out and goes, Carrie, are you into the nose candy? And he goes, no, but I do call it nose candy. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd like Google why it was so funny. Oh, that's funny. I didn't really watch that show, but people loved that one. It was a little different. I liked it. It wasn't my favorite show. Um, now he's hosting Price is Right, huh? Still that dude, doing that? I wonder, if he'll ever, I wonder if he ever occasionally gets out and does stand-up.
1: Yeah, does I wonder any, if he like, misses
0: that or Super high-inflated uh, corporate gigs or anything.
1: I don't know what... Made him decide like Plinko was the way to go. I'm going to pivot towards the Plinko after having what he he had so much going on. I mean, God bless him. I mean, that's, uh, you can stay in one place and watch people spin a wheel. He's like the Trebek of the morning. I was watching a little Jeopardy the other day. My favorite thing of Jeopardy is how they let the uh, third place, they let the lowest score go first in double Jeopardy. (laughs) There it (laughs) is. Like, let's go, dumbass.
0: (laughs) Give him a chance.
1: Can you get in the game? This is on TV. Everyone (laughs) at home thinks you're a moron. How about we let you go first? Would that help at all? Does your clicker work? Maybe it's... You ever see them on Jeopardy? They'll be furiously
0: like clicking. Oh my God, absolutely. Sometimes they don't get in. You ever see someone furiously click and then not have an answer? (laughs) That's fun. They're like, I just got so obsessed with the clicking. I forgot about part two that's hilarious. I bet that happens a lot. Oh yeah. I just want to see if my buzzer's working, Alex. Just checking that. <laughs> just seeing the connection. We're good. Continue the game. Are you a Jeopardy guy? I do like watching it.
1: I don't watch it regularly. You know, when I was in Ohio, when I was living in Dayton, they had the lineup where it was like Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy together in like the evening. It was like mm-hmm. a six o'clock for both of them. Jeopardy here was always on at like three 30 tougher to watch it's a better time for me now but if i if i catch it i enjoy it but it's you know some of the shit i it's like makes you realize how dumb you are
0: i used to always think as a kid i'm like i can go on jeopardy but then i'd like think about the number of questions i got wrong you know what i mean you only think about the four you got right you're like i can do this and then oh can you imagine the pressure oh in reality i'd be starting off round two (laughs) for sure like all right and at negative seventeen thousand (laughs) dollars This
1: is what would happen on Jeopardy. I would first I would screw up. I'd be like I'd write P A real big and then I'd run out of room and like my <laughs> T would be small. That's uh. how dumb I am. <laughs> 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 Don't even write the name at the right uh size. And then I would of course go go first in double Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. And then I'd kill it I think at the end with a, like a funny funny answer.
0: Oh yeah. That would
1: have nothing to do with <laughs> wouldn't be close.
0: Uh, 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 uh-huh. But there's like a small chance of going viral. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you want. That's it. I'll say this. I think that show actually has had the opportunity to jump the shark lately, and they have not taken it. Because Trebek has gone viral for like reciting rap lyrics a few times over the last five or six years on the show. And oh, no every time, like it just has a category, you know? and yeah. And every time he goes viral. And it's like they could have just like, we should just do this every episode. You know what I mean? They could just jump the shark and run with it. But they've, right. they've showed great restraint. I wish that
1: um, that could be part of like a press run, you know? Yeah. Like just put, like I've, I was just randomly on Jeopardy right now. <laughs> <laughs> like two real smart people and then me. And I'm like, <laughs> just <laughs> chime in. And Alex like,
0: you're dumb as shit, but you got a special coming up? And podium number one is our 19-time returning champion. He's a Harvard scholar and a Doctor of Law. Uh, in his free time, he Dude, works with Doctors we- Without Borders. <laughs> Contestant number two has a special coming out on Amazon. My
1: favorite thing that show that I not favorite thing, but it drives me absolutely crazy is they will run out of time sometimes. Oh yeah, right, and not get to. But they do the stupid meet and greet when he goes over there, right? And you got to find some interesting fact about these dopes. Like, who cares? <laughs> right? He's got to... like, I understand you uh, collect seashells. <laughs> yeah. Well, I boop boop boop. All right, we're gonna go to the speed <laughs> round. Wait, what? I'll, always leads him into good sound effect too. That was legit. <laughs> that's
0: how they. That's how they do it. Yeah, I hate it when they can't finish the the round. Wheel of Fortune does that shit too. Like, yeah, we got time for one more puzzle. Boop 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 okay speed round holy (laughs) shit you guys know you're editing this right yeah yeah (laughs) speaking of running out of time we're almost there so i want to get into a couple more things okay uh, okay. on july 24th this singer was born on july 24th um this one always just shocks me when i uh when i find out about the age um this singer uh actress as well uh known for such hits as my love don't cost a thing j-lo you got it jennifer, jennifer lopez. lopez how old do you think jennifer lopez is today i remember her hitting 50 today is actually 50 <laughs> oh she
1: is really I why think. did i think she was unless I thought uh, she already turned 50 i thought there was like a big thing about
0: unless wealthgorilla.com is incorrect you
1: were at wealth gorilla no but <laughs> <laughs> unless uh the history of in living color
0: <laughs> I was wasn't she a dancer career. on there she was a fly girl dancer. Fly girl. Uh, I guess you're right. I'm sorry. It is now 51. This is bullshit. Maybe because we're technically not at uh, not on July 24th yet, but who's counting? Um, yep, she is 51 years old as of today. You're right. 50 was last year. Put her in a kiss jersey. <laughs> Dude, that song title always, just, my love don't cost a thing. I was just like, and you don't have to pay me for sex. <laughs> This was
1: not... My love don't cost a thing anymore. I used to be a prostitute. It's <laughs> a great she way to gone. announce a coupon. She's had a great career. She sure has. How many people has she been married to? Does she marry Mark Anthony? Probably got some of that that fortune from his... Got some of his cold cash. Is she from New York? Is she like a Brooklyn girl? Yeah, she's Jenny from the block. She's from the block, right? Yeah. What block? Uh, the block. There's these twins that live in our neighborhood. Uh-huh. And... They're like, they're moms. They're a couple of years older than me. And I always had a hard time uh, determining which was which. And one of them's name is Jen. And my neighbor cracked the code for me because she lived on our street. And the other one lived on a, she lived like down the, like a couple of And he was just like, dude, Jenny from the block. That's a Jenny from the block.
0: The one that's on our block is Jen. <laughs> <laughs> and it worked. Locked it in, dude. Locked it, it in. All right. She is at, how many weddings do you think she has? How many weddings do I think she has? I'm sorry, that's a terrible... <laughs> <She Ooh. laughs> how many times do you think Jennifer Lopez has been married? She has this many weddings. What the hell's wrong with me? I don't know why I picture you walking up to her in
1: arcade asking for an autograph and be like, how many weddings do you have?
0: <laughs> Did you love them or was it for the
1: paycheck? And she's like, my love don't cost a thing.
0: <laughs> oh, what a wrap up.
1: She was. All right, let me turn one around on you. She's been uh, married three times, I'll guess.
0: Yes. And A Rod's about to be four. Um, she was married to a waiter. That one didn't last long. Uh, and oh, then a dancer. He doubled it. The first waiter was uh, one year. Then the dancer is two years. And then Mark Anthony, that guy got 11. And uh, Alex Rodriguez says that all of their exes will be invited to their wedding. Oh, dude. <laughs> really? Isn't that kind of weird? Yes. Said the more the merrier. The more, even the waiter. <laughs> well, he'll be he'll be there, but <laughs> probably not on the invite list. You know?
1: We invited you to pass out hors d'oeuvres, <laughs> and if you could just go dance in the corner, put them all to work. Mark Anthony could. Does he sing? He's a singer, right? I think so. All right, here's a uh, song question. Then 1982, this song, this single began a six-week run of being number one it was attached to a hit movie at the time
0: 82 damn it i don't know enough about what was when uh, it's too late for a rocky yes it's too no, late no for no no a... you are
1: on the right track with rocky bub it's not eye of the... on the right track it
0: is eye of the tiger eh. it's the eh. eye eh. of the tiger
1: nice bud That's we also a, have yeah. a birthday um a birthday that i think he shares it with J-Lo. He he also had a large head. He was, he could eat a burrito as big as his head. I don't even know if and his head increased in size. Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds. You want to put an age on him? Barry Bonds. Um, he hit this many home runs by March or by <laughs> <he> <laughs> by, by May. Forty-eight. No, he's also in his Cinquenta's.
0: Ah, uh, fifty-two. Nope, 56. 56? He's six years older than J-Lo. I'm sorry. God, I keep I keep screwing that part up. Wow. Usually then the numbers guy. Boys and Bale is five years older than J-Lo. <laughs> Boys and Bale. Boys and Bale. <laughs> oh, I love it. This was a sad one, but I learned a lot about it, and I went down a deep dive. So while you're driving home, uh, I want to talk about it. On July twenty fourth, nineteen fifteen, the largest disaster or loss of life on the Great Lakes occurred. Are you familiar with the SS Eastland? Oh, is this the?
1: Oh, I'm very familiar with the Eastland
0: in Chicago tour boat in Chicago that capsized while tied to a dock in nineteen fifteen. Huge tragedy. Huge tragedy. It was uh, they're going out? Like it was like Western Electric. Is that what it was? Is that who it was? And
1: it tipped over because something. I think there was like a something happened. And everyone rushed to like one side of the boat to look to like see. So here's um, my connection to that. When I was in high school and then throughout college, I worked at traffic court downtown. Mm-hmm. And the Eastland disaster happened directly in front of traffic court. And there's oh, wow. a there's a uh, placard there. Yeah, it's like one of the worst maritime disasters. It's almost like rivals the Titanic in a way.
0: Yeah, I mean, how
1: many people died? Nine hundred or
0: something? Eight forty-four. Yeah, I mean, huge. And um, obviously a lot of things were changed after that for the better to, you know, to try and avoid those things happening again. Um, just a really fascinating story. And then after the disaster occurred, it's like, what do you do with the boat at that point? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So they sold it to the U.S. Navy. They sold the boat to the U.S. Navy where it was restored as a gunboat. Really? Which, if you think about it, is basically the plot to RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> they did it with like a boat instead of a person. Oh, that's funny. Row, row, Robo Cop. <laughs> <laughs> just came up with that.
1: That's good. Yeah, they repurposed it. They did they violent into a killing machine.
0: <laughs> the USS Willmet that ended up
1: good at death.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let's double. up oh, all
1: right. That story's kind of like <laughs> undertold. I just saw they're doing a uh, they're airing on like PBS Chicago special about the Eastland. Oh boy, that's like it. the <laughs> second or third Eastland reference I've heard this week. I didn't know it was the anniversary. I wonder. But I've always been fascinated with that story because of that thing. I was I remember like walking to my lunch one day and stopping and reading this thing. It's like, what? This happened right <laughs> here, right here. You look in the water, like that many people died right there. I don't want to die.
0: Oh, that's crazy.
1: I want my boat to tip over. So they repurposed the thing as a uh as a naval ship?
0: I think they left it mostly positioned in the Great Lakes still from what I was able to read. So uh I you guess get,
1: they flipped it over and turned it into a dick's last
0: resort. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well you can eat there at Navy Pier now. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's a Bubba gum shrimp. it <laughs> turned it into it looks like Bubba's shrimping boat. <laughs> july 25th 1978 this was just it just struck me as funny uh the way they just said it because i haven't heard the term in so long july 25th 1978 the first test tube baby was born really uh in old england i remember being a kid and like that being an insult and me not understanding why and i don't think any of us did we were just children and it was like it was an insult like Your parents loved you so much they involved science to have you. (laughs) You test tube, baby. That's such a, it's not an insult at all. That was the first time they did it in England? In England in 1978. And did the baby live long? I did not Google Louise Joy Brown. I sure hope so, because otherwise. Did he grow up in a a beaker? They moved him from a... (laughs) She lived in a bubble after that. And, And... and it was in vitro fertilization, uh, as we call it now. Um, Louise Joy Brown, she's still alive. She's 41 years old. Um, nine, 10 years younger than J.Lo. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. And uh, still in Lancashire, England. So that's good. A little good news. On the heels of the... the heels it's got to the... be a tough label to walk around with.
1: Like, is that... Why wasn't her privacy protected? Like to come out and say
0: like yeah we're or were they
1: like maybe it was free if they got to use her name or something
0: i mean i'm guessing it was a whole story like the whole time i'm guessing you know that they there's just never a chance for privacy they were probably following the story very closely because that's a huge milestone
1: that is a huge milestone you know this is a huge milestone what's that completing episode 37 (laughs) of our podcast my boy needs to get going yeah, man, we got. Uh, I know we both got a lot of stuff to do. So let us say goodbye to everyone. Please review and subscribe. I know uh, the reviews are um, still coming in. We haven't seen one for a little bit. So if you haven't posted a review and you enjoy the podcast, we would love to see your review. It helps us in our standings. Sure, and, means a lot um, to us. If you subscribe and tell your friends,
0: tell everybody and um that's about it bud for sure do all those things also make sure you check out pet special um again pre-order is out now you can see it on amazon or itunes as of july 28th what am special. i missing pet special special
1: <laughs> um nothing man i appreciate you throwing that reminder out yeah i'm excited for people
0: to see it it's getting close you've been uh i know you're starting to do some media are there like is it very specific with things you have to say and everything when you're doing a lot of those you have like boxes to check? Um, I mean there's things you wanna hit for sure, but I don't
1: have like a script. I think tomorrow though I have an insane amount of radio. And I think I'll probably get in a rhythm. You know, sure, you know, you just get your go to's. Hell oh, yeah. But um, some of the markets it'll be cool because I've been to a lot of these markets with you just to be able to say, like, hey, love, love that town.
0: I said so how many days good, do you man. have friday monday and tuesday man
1: so we're uh slipping out of the song again sometimes when we're wrapping up i feel like we're in the song
0: <laughs> like the music has started and then and then we slip out i don't know there. that you're in I'm the ready. music yeah. <laughs> i don't know that you're in the music in your mind i'm waiting for a point to hit it and you're already mid-piano All right, well, let
1: people just enjoy this tune, and let's ride on out of here into the sunset.
0: Hope everyone has a great weekend, and uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, have a great weekend. See ya. Bye.